Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Unprotected Sets captures the energy of a live comedy show and brings it directly to your ears. Part stand-up, part interview. You'll get an inside scoop into the tragically funny lives and minds of rising star comics. Real, raw, and funny. It's Unprotected Sets. Looking it up. Why white people use sunblock so much? That shit is saving your life. I look like the sun is knocking white people off one by one. Like it's for, it's for real. Like the sun kills so many more white people than anyone else. I'm like, oh my god, the sun is your LAPD. Holy shit. <laughs> My name is Shane Moss. I'm a stand-up comedian. When I first started stand-up, I was really just about kind of being weird and goofy. And so I was a little more of an absurdist. But my comedy has changed shape and form. A lot of stuff that I'm doing came from a very dark place. I'm sure a lot of people think, like, you got to stay positive and stay driven all the time. And... But I don't think that you need to. Like, I think you can go through some hard times and still come out on the other side of it. And maybe, maybe running away from every little icky negative emotion isn't the right approach. Are you ready for your final comic of the night? bit about me, a little context. I'm, uh, I'm bipolar myself. I'm a manic depressive person, so I kind of got to keep an eye on my noggin. Uh, I didn't get officially diagnosed until last year. I just didn't really care. Uh, I always uh, knew, but I didn't want to, you know, we all have our things. And uh, I, I'm from a couple hours from here. I'm from outside of La Crosse, Wisconsin, originally. And, uh, and so... The mania was the main thing I had to hide. Uh, you know, Midwesterners are practical folk. And, you know, you can have dreams in the Midwest, but you keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> there are shelters to build, you know, this is life, this is serious. And uh, the depression was so easy to hide. Uh, oh, depression in the Midwest will just float right under the radar. <laughs> No problem at all. Oh, yeah, he's just hunkering down, you know? Oh, yeah, I gotta hunker down. It's fucking cold out there. It's a weird thing to be diagnosed for. Never an appropriate time to go 
and get a diagnosis. Really, when you're really depressed, you don't feel like doing anything, let alone going and seeing a doctor. And then when you're manic, that's a very strange time to go into a doctor's office. Oh, what brings you in today? Well, I'm feeling a little too fantastic right now, doc. Can you help me? I did six months of work last week. My brain's firing at a million miles an hour. Don't need sleep anymore. There's an extra gear in my head. I can do your job for you. Gonna need some lithium, which I'm gonna discard immediately, because this high is never gonna end. Not this time. This one's sustainable. Should also hook me up with some penicillin, because I just fucked a stranger on the way over here. Do you have a cure for invincibility? That's, you gotta, you gotta keep an eye on the spending. Usually, when you're manic, I'll just any money I, I will just, I'll buy ridiculous things that I can't afford and have no real use for. I'll probably be homeless one day because of it, but I will have an eight thousand dollar massage chair in my box. <laughs> You'll drive past me like, was that a Brookstone under that bridge? That was incredible. Was that bum just pulling all of his belongings on a Segway scooter? <laughs> I know that is, that's gonna make me a bit of a target in the camp. I recognize that. That's what the ninja sword is for. <laughs> the depression's the main thing uh, I've had to figure out how to deal with, you know? And they say to reach out for help. I don't know. I've, I've tried calling those suicide hotlines, and they won't help you do it. I know. False advertising, huh? I agree with you guys. Yeah, I do, uh, I, I do think it's uh, important to start talking about stuff. I wish we talked more openly about suicide and things like that, and uh, because... I mean, I get that not every social circumstance is appropriate. Sometimes people paid good money for a comedy show and don't want to hear about someone offering themselves. <laughs> I, I get it, but... Now, if I feel suicidal, I'll just journal about it. It's actually this Pomodoro technique. It's a productivity technique. I, I just use it for my suicidal journaling just to make it nice and efficient. But... The idea is that the human mind can really only focus very well for like 20 to 30 minutes. Then ideally you want to have like a five, 10 minute break, maybe do some dishes, some stretching, something like that, get your mind off of it. That's gonna engage your subconscious mind. That's gonna increase memory and creativity. Then you can go back to journaling about suicide for 20 to 30 minutes. Now that suicide notes turn into a suicide book and look who's bumping back into mania because I have a bestseller on my hands. I'm from a little town called Onalaska, Wisconsin. I had like a very white picket fence, kind of wholesome Midwestern upbringing that I didn't really fit into. I was a very rebellious child. I was always getting into lots of trouble, being in detention a lot. I hated school and didn't like that I was trapped in a small town. But the dream of one day being a comedian was the only thing that got me through. 
Early on in my career, I started doing a few comedy festivals, and there was this HBO Aspen Comedy Festival, and I won an award for Best Stand-Up Comic, and that's when I got a big, fancy Hollywood agent and manager and kind of had my pick of whatever representation I wanted, and I ended up making my TV debut on Conan. That year, I had eight TV spots. It seemed like there was just no stopping me, and I was like, well, I guess I'm just gonna be the biggest stand-up in the world. At the same time, I was dealing with a lot of drinking issues. I was having way too much fun, in hindsight. I definitely let my career slip a little bit, and then just a lot of things kind of fell through all at once. And then things got a little scary. I started having panic attacks for the first time in my entire life. And I am no stranger to depression. And so it was kind of like I was dealing with a lifetime's worth of like depression that I had never figured out and addressed. In my mind at the time, making too much of it, I was just like, everything might be over for me. Everything that I built, it's just not going to work out like I thought it was going to. And I started having nervous breakdowns. And then I was mandatorily forced into a psych ward against my will, where I was then officially diagnosed with being bipolar. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and Western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think a lot of life's about managing our expectations. I think we screw ourselves over. What most of us do, it makes perfect sense, right? You, you save up a bunch of money, you go, oh, I'm going to go on this Caribbean vacation and seven days in Hawaii. It's amazing. Oh, it goes off without a hitch. Paradise. It's great. Then you go back to your miserable job that you hate, <laughs> grinding it up day in and day out of this monotonous bullshit. Just daydreaming about that seven days. Oh, wasn't that a good seven days? Hopefully in a few years... Save up enough to sneak another good seven days. <laughs> Why do we do that to ourselves? I don't know. Maybe we should do just the opposite. Maybe we should save up your money, take a vacation to Abu Ghraib prison. I mean, you get waterboarded and sodomized for a week. Every job is a dream job after that. Oh. You having a rough day around the old cubicle? Just pull out that souvenir photo. Them dragging you around on a dog leash while they point at your limp dick. Maybe your boss isn't so bad after all. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been working on balance. That's a new thing for me. I've never had it. I've always just been a huge adrenaline junkie and and done tons of partying and. I've never worked out before, and I've been trying to just do the, you know, build the habits and do the things that you're supposed to do. And I was like, well, I, I hear this CrossFit stuff. <laughs> this seems popular. 
I have no business being in CrossFit, physically or mentally. I am 6'4", 170 pounds of just gangly, uncoordinated, chronic depression. I can't lift my esteem. These guys are just super athletes doing handstand push-ups to warm up. And <laughs> they're just the happiest people. It's just like, what? I don't even get it. It's just, hey, bud, we're gonna get an endorphin rush going, gonna get a little runner's high. <laughs> after, I tried to be open-minded afterwards, I was like, yeah, I guess I can sort of feel what you're talking about. Um, let me ask you, you've never done drugs before, <laughs> have you? Yes. If you like that runner's high. <laughs> I know a few things that could really knock your socks off. Part of the problem I do, I have kind of a bad foot from an old injury, and then more seriously, and I don't want to get us too bogged down with a bunch of medical jargon, but I do have kind of a, it's just like a small vacuum in my soul. <laughs> and where a lot of people kind of store their meaning and purpose that has them driving forward in life, I uh, just kind of have a bit of a void there. <laughs> It's not a big deal, it just kind of throws off my internal compass and has me wandering aimlessly through bewilderment and doubt. And that makes it super hard to do overhead squats, as it turns out. My CrossFit coach says I just need to work on my hip mobility. Look, I don't want to say that they're dim at CrossFit, but tires are meant to roll us. They're not even rolling them, they're flipping them. They don't even understand how circles work. It's so paleo. Oh, people were in such better shape before they figured out circles. Being in a psych ward for a week, it's worse than, I've been to jail. And it, it was worse than the experience of jail because there is no sentence. I didn't know if I was just going to be in a psych ward for the rest of my life. And I ended up um, on the other side of that in just like a very, very dark place, wondering what the purpose of any of this is. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to be a comedian anymore, if I even liked this career. I ended up writing a lot of jokes about that, about like the pointlessness of a lot of this and like dealing with those feelings. And then ironically, that became like a new drive and purpose for me. I started talking about these things that a lot of us go through and don't feel comfortable sharing and it's kind of a, this social taboo. Sometimes I worry that people come out just like, hey, I just want to have a laugh, and you used to be this goofy guy, and uh, do you need to talk about, like, the real truth? And I go back and forth with that uh, sometimes, but I have people come up to me after every show and thank me for talking about being bipolar or talking about having suicidal thoughts. And so 
I think it, it's just more important that the people that need to hear those messages the most get to hear it and that they get to have an outlet for that kind of thing. I think this is a wonderful time to be a comedian because people are really exploring more of the human condition, and that gives me hope. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's how little I fit into CrossFit, everybody. At my CrossFit, they like to do something a little different. They like to do a little icebreaker question, a little get to know ya. Isn't that fun? All right, everybody. What's your favorite guilty pleasure food? Like a food that you simply can't resist. (laughs) And then someone's like, well, twice a year, I have a slice of pepperoni pizza. (laughs) There's a devil in me. Meanwhile, I'm 38 years old and on a Halloween diet. There is not an ounce of nutrition running through this. So I go in one day, and it's always like a fun little uh, easy-peasy question like that. It always feels a little uncomfortable for me, like I'm in kindergarten or something. And But this day, so I go in, and my CrossFit coach, she's just this delightful little automaton who I imagine she lives in a cupcake. That's how I picture her life. Just a magical, gluten-free, sugar-free cupcake and just wakes up each day. Morning! My favorite! I hope you're ready for me, life, because here I come! the watch for Instagram, 445, be again, son. Hashtag commitment, hashtag kale party. (laughs) And she comes bouncing in to CrossFit to motivate my ass. No easy task. I just barely woke up on time for the 3.30 afternoon class. And I'm just trying to shield myself from her bliss. It's just so much. And this joy junkie is just like, all right, everyone, question of the day. What is one year of your life that you wish you could relive? Oh, damn, CrossFit is getting real dark today. That is. This is unexpected and exciting. I came on the right day. I'm gonna win this class. I have never felt comfortable in CrossFit until today. Do you know the flood of memories that just came crashing through my mind immediately of just broken bones and inescapable credit card debt and failed relationships? What am I gonna pick? Oh, man. 
how do you choose between DUIs and ODs? Yeah? <laughs> Jail and psych ward. <laughs> do I have to pick one year? Do I just get one? <laughs> I don't think we're gonna have time for the exercise portion of the class today. You just opened up Pandora's box for some weird reason. Oh, man. Once you start spelunking into the cave of regrets, oh, who knows what cringy little treasures you forgot all about. Oh, the time you couldn't work up the courage to ask out your high school crush or the sharding in gym class. Always the ones that got away, isn't it? Oh, oh man. And I, I'm taking this nostalgic little stroll down rumination lane, you know, just simpler times. <laughs> Before the tax liens and the genital warts. And then she goes, all right, here's my year. I wish I could relive last year because during the CrossFit Games, CrossFit Games is like the CrossFit Olympics. Like, have you ever been like, I would like to see someone on a home rower on television? Well, they have, and they do that <laughs> for some reason. And anyhow, they get real pumped about it. I wish I could take back last year because during the CrossFit Games, I had to pee really bad and I didn't get to enjoy one of the workouts as much as I would have liked. <laughs> wow, we've had different lives. <laughs> Whew, I'm glad you went first. Oh boy. I was gonna say off the top of my head, I don't know, maybe the year I realized that no one knows what this existence is or how we got here or what to do with it. And anyone that claims to is either lying to you or themselves, most likely both. Let's see, what year was fifth grade again? <laughs> anyway, might be more of a shoulder mobility issue. <laughs> That'll probably fix everything. Wouldn't that be something? 20 plus years of self-medicating my way through this prison of existence. Turns out, just needed a foam roller. <laughs> Life. What are you gonna do? Thank you guys very much. I'll be dealing with my mental health issues for the rest of my life. But right now, I feel the best that I've felt. I mean, I'm very balanced and healthy, and I feel like I'm together. Happiness and well-being is a practice that you need to just work on day by day and have these kind of small, in incremental gains. It's very therapeutic for me to do stand-up because I know how to deliver a message and express myself on a stage better than I do in, in real life. Thank you. Appreciate I'd say it. the purpose for me being a comedian has changed over the years. And now I find myself in a position where I get to explore 
what this life is about, what the purpose, what my purpose, what our purpose is, and if that's what I get to say when everything's said and done in this life, then I will be pretty happy with the life that I've lived. y'all i'm uncle drank star of the ballad of uncle drank it is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me fictional golf and western country music pioneer uncle drank the series also stars luke wilson brian kelly chelsea lynn kinky friedman and billy zane as a talking blender named blendy you can find the ballad of uncle drank on sirius xm pandora stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts